That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review, and what's your email inbox looking like? <laughs> Hi, James. I am doing great. Um, I have done a cursory weekly review um, which is not the full canonical weekly review, sort of as per usual. My inbox, I thought I was going to be at zero like I was last week. I was pretty psyched for that. But in the hour before we recorded, I was out having coffee with somebody. And the next thing I knew, when it was time to record, I had like 15 emails and I couldn't get through all of them. So I have six unread, I mean, six emails uh in my box. Excellent. That's six isn't that many. I know. It's the I, I can't believe I'm I'm getting all bent out of shape over six, but how about you James? What's happening with your inbox? Well, after having uh uh it be much higher than usual and up in triple digits for a while, I uh buckled down and I am at the moment at inbox 0. Woohoo. We never made that sound effect for Inbox Zero. <laughs> we didn't. We always just make it up ourselves. <laughs> well, As a matter of fact, I do have an item that says come up with sound effects for Inbox Zero, but <laughs> it just hasn't bubbled to the top of the list yet. Yeah. Well, for a while there between the two of us, it was happening so rarely. <laughs> That's true. We forgot about needing one. <laughs> That's right. So what I wanted to talk a little bit about today is um, I you'll notice I didn't mention whether I've done my weekly review or not, um, no. which is that over the last – well, if you've been listening over the last number of episodes, like I've tended to give a bit of a, a, a half-baked answer. Yeah, I've kind of done a weekly review or what have you. Um, but um, – and this week I have yet to do a weekly review. But it got me thinking over the last few days, why am I finding it so difficult to do this weekly review? Um, in the GTD system, like it's one of the linchpins of the system itself, so much so that we named our podcast after it. And so it was bothering me that it like, how could it be? Of course, there's supposed to be some effort that goes into it, but how could it be this super onerous task that um that I kind of have come to dread doing which is not what it should be at all um mm -hmm. and so it got me thinking a little bit like to revisit what I'm doing uh jump back into the book and do a little like rereading of sections um and I think I've come to some conclusions or some realizations about how mm -hmm. I've been doing things um, that hopefully will help. Um, one of them has nothing to do with the review itself, but the first step of the review, like before you even get to the reviewing, the first step is to, you know, be clear, right? To get your inboxes down to zero so that, you know, there's 
what you're reviewing is actually all of the stuff that you've collected um, or that the world has foisted on you. Um, and so getting your inboxes empty is a prerequisite, in a sense, to doing a full review. And that's mm-hmm. been kind of a stumbling – that's been one of the stumbling blocks for me, I think. Um, right. And as I've been thinking about it, um, I've come to the conclusion that Inbox Zero is kind of uh, not really the goal. I think it's like a it's a side effect. It's not a goal because um, it's very easy to get to Inbox Zero. You select all and delete all your emails. <laughs> and then you set up a mail rule that when mail comes in, you send it to the trash, and then you're always at inbox zero, right? So okay, that's true. So uh, it's it's kind of like it's not the end, right? That's not no. Like if you have six emails that you just haven't gotten to yet, and they've been there for two hours. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be like that's the issue. Now, if you have a hundred thousand things sitting in your inbox, um, that's not helpful. Um, mm-hmm. But getting to inbox zero, at least for me, is now I'm thinking about it. It's just a side effect of going through the process um, where collecting is the first thing that you do or capture, I should say, and then the mm-hmm. second is to clarify. And it's that clarification step where I think I always get a little stuck, um, where I leave things in my inbox even though I really already know, yes, I need to take action on this and respond to this person. I just don't have the time to do it at the moment. Well, that thing shouldn't sit in my inbox. It should be moved out of the inbox into something else. Mm-hmm. Um and yes, then you end up with a stack of stuff in some other mailbox or a stack of to-dos, but that's the point, right? The point is that when things come into your inbox, they're kind of raw material where right. where you haven't processed it. You haven't looked at it and said, oh, I don't need to worry about like going through the things. Like, is this trash? Is this something I can delegate, defer, act immediately because it's going to take two minutes? Is it research information, like reference materials that I just need to squirrel away somewhere. Um, But again, if the action that you need to take is something you're not going to do that moment, it you do take it out of the raw material pile, your inbox, and put it into the processed, I know this is an action I need to work on pile. Um, Mm -hmm. And so... Thinking about so sometimes that clarification step is the 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 point where I leave it in the inbox even though I know that the clarification is I don't have time to fully read this piece of mail that came in and deal with it, but I know I need to, so I'm going to record it as an action in OmniFocus, and I'm going to put this. Thing in a spot where I know I'll be able to find it when I get to that item in OmniFocus. Um, so to me, that is the um, one of the things that has been 
I'll say holding me up, but that has been a sticking point is that I have not gotten completely into that habit. And I think my mind was slipping back into old habits. And I think not thinking about inbox zero as a goal um, is maybe not a bad idea. I don't think the phrase inbox zero appears anywhere in the book itself. No, it's not a... It's not a GTD thing. It's a Merlin Mann thing, as far as I know. But it is, I think that your inbox number is a good gauge of whether you are on top of processing things. It doesn't have to be zero, but it can't be 100,000 or something is not being handled, you know, the, correctly. Um, so what do you usually do with things that you want to take out of your inbox, but in order to have them, you know, things that you want to take out of your inbox in order to put them, you know, on some kind of action list or folder or something like that? I've been experimenting with a couple of different things. I don't think I have a perfect or system that I'm completely happy with. Mm -hmm. um, but I do find that um, in in the book, he recommends possibly using email as its own kind of list of actions. Right. Um, I find that doesn't work for me. As soon as I split my actions into two lists, one of them is not going to get looked at. Hmm. It just seems to be the way, like, I very much... I will take something that I need to do in an email and I will make an OmniFocus action for it so that mm -hmm. everything is tracked in OmniFocus. Sometimes if there's a little bit of information in the email that I need to get that task done, I'll just kind of copy and paste it into the notes of the action and then mm -hmm. I'll just archive the email. Um, I do have uh, two folders, um, email folders. One is called Actions, um, mm -hmm. which is where I put stuff that does need some action, even though I kind of do double bookkeeping and also put it into OmniFocus. And then I have another one called Pending, which is where I put things that are, oh, you know, you get that uh, e-ticket for a movie or something like that, and it's going to mm -hmm. be around for a day or three hours, but you want to make it easy to find, um, or you're like the itinerary for like an upcoming flight, you might stick it in there. Um, and then it's just easy to go into that folder. And then there's like five or six things that are very temporary and it's easy to find them. Um, that has worked fairly well for me. Um, and then that action one has not worked so well for me. Um, I, I find things do pile up there a little bit more than I would like. On the other hand, it's quite possible that the things that I'm, just that are in there are things that have not bubbled to the top of my next action that I want to perform. And so mm -hmm. they're there for a while, just like a lot of actions sit in uh, OmniFocus for a while because, you know, there are other things that have, there are other things that are more important for me to do than some of those tasks. Yeah. One of the things that I have found for me, that's really worked for email is 
to just put everything in archive and not have any extra folders. I used to have a lot of folders and uh if um so for example the the flight confirmation when it's time for me to go I can easily find that you know with spotlight or uh tickets on the other hand I put them into Dropbox so that when I go to a theater I don't have to search through my email they're just right there and I have them downloaded into Dropbox so that even if I don't have a connection, you know, a cell connection, the tickets will show up. The uh but one of the ways I've gotten to inbox zero lately is I you know, because I didn't have an action folder, I was feeling nervous about archiving things because to me like archive is like okay you're done with it Mm -hmm. and some of the things I'm not done with them but I know you know through experience like you say like action folder doesn't really work for me Um, and I don't like the extra work to take something from email and make it an omnifocus task but maybe if I was better at you know staying on top of omnifocus I'd feel differently (laughs) about that so what I have been doing is taking those um, things in my inbox where I say, okay, none of these things I'm going to do anything with this moment. And so I need to archive them. But before I do, I I flag them. And then I can go to that flagged, you know, filter and see the things that I flagged. And I don't know why that feels like less daunting than an action folder. It's not a separate folder. All I need to do is go in there and say, oh, this one, right, I'm going to do this with it. And then I unflag it. And then there's, you know, there's no refiling it or anything. It just doesn't appear, you know, when I click on the flagged um, email uh, filter. So that's working for me right now. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, flagging an email is kind of like putting a tag on it mm-hmm. and there's always that uh i don't want to say debate i don't maybe it's a debate but there's always that kind of push and pull between do i tag something or do i put it in a folder um it may actually make sense for me to start trying the tag method because um, it is a little cumbersome to keep moving things from folder to folder to folder um mm-hmm. but i still do prefer having everything in OmniFocus. Um, that definitely is my like trusted source. Yeah. Um, and so, and then not only email inbox zero, the thing that sometimes is harder for me is uh, physical stuff inbox zero. Mm-hmm. So mail comes in, especially, well, one of the things that has been, I don't say, yeah, has made it a little daunting is just, traveling for a lot of December and January, you come back to this giant stack of mail. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. And then, like, 80% of it is junk. Right. But then, like, a certain percent of the junk is, like, junk that probably needs to be shredded because, right. you know. It's from banks and credit exactly. cards. Exactly. And it's, it's really annoying. And, and it's like, oh, why did you kill all these trees just to – Ah, uh, it kind of makes you sad. <laughs> anyway, um, but again, it's the same idea where there can be 
there's the inbox of things that you're processing, but then if there's something that you don't have, it, it's going to take more than two minutes to deal with. Um, it should go out of the inbox and into a separate, here's stuff that I need to perform actions on pile. Um, yeah. And so I've just started doing that, but I have to admit that at the moment, like, I think I have to re, I, I think they've gotten confused at some point. Um, Getting that clarify stage right or focusing on it and remembering that your inbox, except for those very short actions that take two minutes, um, your inbox has nothing to do with actually getting any of those things done. It only right. has to do with deciding, is this a thing or not? And if so, clarifying what do I need, what needs to happen here. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes what needs to happen is also the, I don't know yet. I need to think about it a little, but that's an action, right? You might need to like read the materials more thoroughly. You might need to research on the web and look up reviews of something, but that's an, a next action that, that can be put into your trusted system. Um, but, it shouldn't take too long to get through the inbox. And I still think I'm conflating the taking action on something as opposed to just processing it and clarifying it. Mm -hmm. And so as I looked at like the emails that had been sitting in my inbox for since mid-December, uh, some of them, like I had read them, I knew I had to take some action, but I didn't move them out. Um, it was relatively easy to get through them all this morning once I remembered I'm just trying to clarify this stuff. Yeah, I think that's an excellent, shall we say, clarification <laughs> of the process because it isn't just like do it or throw it away or, you know, even do it or file it. It's filing is not the goal. It's clarifying. And that makes a difference where you might put things to for further action and and your system I, I totally understand the the system that says like let's put everything in omnifocus then you have your trusted system and the fact that I don't do that right now I think is partially cuz it's not really my trusted system and also because I don't like making extra extra copies of things <laughs> I don't know um, isn't there a option for sending your email to OmniFocus so you don't actually have to uh, create a new task or whatever, a new inbox item? There is. Um, I forget the exact – at least there is on the Mac. I don't know if it's – mm. um, there's a number of ways you can do – like get emails into OmniFocus. Um Usually I find that the way I want to name the task isn't like the subject of the email. So mm -hmm. at some point I'm going to have to go and edit that anyway. So I might as mm -hmm. well just, since it's so easy to use the keyboard shortcut to do quick entry with uh, on the Mac with uh, with OmniFocus, I find it's just as easy to, to type it up real quick. 
Um, so yeah, the clarifying phase was definitely one thing that I was finding was a, has been a sticking point. But then there's another, which is I think I've been keeping too many projects. So the notion of a project is something that, you know, will take more than one action to complete. Um, and I find almost everything takes more than one action. Because at the very <laughs> least, like you send an email, you got to wait for the response. And then uh, you almost everything, there's like do it and then make sure it happened. Because um, sometimes things get screwed up and you want to close the loop and make sure it happened. Um, and rereading the section about someday and maybe lists. Mm -hmm. um, it says, it, it talks about reassessing your current projects. And it says, you know, if on reflection, and this is a quote, if on reflection you realize that an optional project doesn't have a chance of getting your attention for the next months or more, move it to the someday maybe list. Um, and I find that there are things on my project list and now it's been i'd say it's about a year since i've started doing trying the gtt thing um there are things that have been on that list for a year now um mm -hmm. and that i will not be getting to in the next three to six months so they probably should move off of my projects list and into someday and maybe um not because i don't intend to ever do them but because they really are not things that at the moment, week to week, I should be focusing on kind of tracking how well I'm doing on this project when in my the back of my mind I know, you know, you're not working on that at all right now. You've got <laughs> other things. Um, and I'm hoping that I haven't gone through and reassigned all of those yet, um, but I'm hoping that once I do that my project list will be a lot more lightweight and my weekly review then for another reason would be kind of less onerous, a little more uh a little more speedy and a little more focused on things that I really am working on at the moment, not just kind of pretending I'm working on in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So what does it all mean, James? Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, I'd say the other thing that um, mentioned in the book is um, th the possibility of kind of splitting your someday maybe list into uh, maybe more some more blue sky things that, you know, literally like maybe someday I'll get to whatever base camp of uh, Mount Everest. Um, <laughs> which, you know, that would be nice. Um, as opposed to, it's not going to happen in the next three to six months, but yes, I need to get the, the house painted or I need to get something maybe a little more prosaic, um, that just happens to be outside of the realm of things that you're ready to focus on right at the moment or in the very near future. Um, I think that you're really smart to rethink how you've been approaching things. If it's not working for you, then we can't just give up. I mean, we have a podcast to do. <laughs> we, can, we can turn it into a some other kind of podcast, but I'd like to 
still focus on getting things done, even if I don't get all the things done. And um, I will join you in reevaluating where I put things and whether my projects make sense to me, you know, to, uh, I think the most salient point that you said is like, if I'm dreading doing a weekly review, then something is not right. Yes, exactly. Um, it's supposed to be, I mean, say maybe set aside an hour or two to do it, but it should not be like something like pulling teeth. Um, <laughs> I guess it's more fun if you're doing the pulling than if you're in the chair. I don't know. I've I never, no I've idea. never pulled teeth before. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it seems to me that, uh, I am looking at re, um, not rethinking, not rethinking completely, but, um, making adjustments to try to make this work better for me. And I'm also finding that going back and just rereading sections of the book, I'm finding, um, kind of clarifications or uh, refinements of my understanding, which, mm -hmm. which are good. And again, the whole idea is to have this system where you put stuff in, right? And then it's kind of this mechanical commitment tracking machine where the stuff that you need to know about shows up when you need to know about it. So you don't miss deadlines and what have you. And it kind of frees you up to live your life without worrying about missing stuff. Um, yeah. And so I'm still kind of excited by the prospect of that. Um, it just takes a while to get this machine up and running and working smoothly, it seems. Yeah. I mean, I have to admit that some of the bigger projects I got done in the last year got done because they were on my OmniFocus list. Mm -hmm. And I had broken them down into steps and I could, you know, into next actions and I could take those pieces and do them without thinking about the whole big project. I think that's part of it too, is that if you, um, if you, what's the word for it? Like if you think of things in those discrete steps, it does relieve you of the stress and pressure of saying, how am I ever going to get big project X done? Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to worry about that right now. All you're worried about is this small piece of getting project X started or moving it along. And I have, <clears throat> I definitely would like to return to that way of doing things so that I get more projects done this year um, with less stress and fewer tears. Absolutely. Oh, tears. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but there is a, I don't know if you ever came across this series of language books called uh, like the series had this, um, the titles were like German without toil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which came from a, a German name, but I always thought like, without toil, I like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, is there anything else you might like to bring up this episode? No, I think uh, I think that does it for me. 
I appreciate you doing the heavy lifting on this this heavy topic. Um, no problem. It's been uh, frontmost on my mind for the last week or so, so I'm glad to have a chance to talk about it with you and our listeners. And uh, then I guess it's time to wrap up this episode so we can both get back to getting things done, or all get back to getting things done. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we're at The Weekly Review, and on Twitter, at Weekly Review FM. It would be great if you'd rate or review our podcast. Um, it helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and we love to see those reviews show up. You can also email us, before I forget, at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. Some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things